Okay, continuing Hilchas Tefillin, we are in Simon Chavzayin, we are up to Sivvav. So the Shochner reads here as a long sentence, and he says, that a lefty, so if he does all work with his left hand, so he should put Tefillin on his weaker hand, which is Shehu Yamin Shel Kal Adam, which uh, typically you'd put on your left hand, but over here, since he is a, a lefty, he puts it on, his right hand, which is the Yamin, the, the what we call the right hand. Shehu Yamin shall call them. Now from Shalit Bishayalov, he's ambidextrous, so then Maniach Bismol call Adam, you put it on your left hand like everyone else. From Kaisi what if he, you know, he switches, he pitches one way, he uh, he hits, he, he, hit, he hits the other way. So, Yev Machlaikis, if Ksiva is a differentiating factor. From Kaisi Biyaminoi, Shakal Masavois Bismarloi, Let's see, when it comes to writing, he differentiates that when he writes with his right hand and all other activities, he uh, chooses his left hand primarily. Like, or the opposite, he writes with his left hand, the Shakomas of Oisabiyamin. So, based on the Gemara, the Gemara said there are two different Makaras, two different Makaras, two sources of, of why we put Tefillin on our left hand. Either Yadcha is Yadkeo, the weaker hand, or it's the comparison between Kishira and Ksiva, then Ksiva is Biyamin, so Kshira is Biyamin. You use your right hand to tie the Tefillin on. So the Navkamina would be our case, where he's writing with one hand and he uses the other hand for all the other activities. If we go with Yad Kea, the weaker hand, so then his right hand, his strong hand, is the one that does all the activities and he puts it on the other hand. However, if we go by the Ksiva Kshira, so whichever hand he writes with, that hand should be used to tie the tefillin on the other hand, and that's a machlek. So Yeshar Mishneir Tefillin Biyach Tashkayichet of Eating Akeah. That's the primary drasha. Yeshar Mishneir Yach Shekoyse Bahi Chashuvu Yemin Lenizem Mishneir Tefillin Biyach Shekinagda. That no, we go by the Ksiva, and if someone writes with their left hand, even if they do everything else with the right hand. They will put tefillin on their right hand. So this is the Machlekes and Shochnarach. And the Ramah concludes, V'hachinag, sounds like the second part is the Minog, that in the Ramah's eyes, the Minog would be that you go, you you uh, the way you write, that dictates which opposite arm, opposite arm you'd put tefillin on. So let's see the Mishaburah. Not everyone goes with this Ramah. So the Mishaburah says in Sivkatim Chafalaf, Itib Ayn of Sivkatim Yudbeis. Let's say a person was not born a certain way, but his parents wanted him to be a, a, a southpaw, a lefty pitcher, so they tied his right hand, right? He became weaker. He's a real lefty. You put it on the uh, on that on, on that weaker hand. He goes back to his original state. Now, the Shulchanar says, if you do all your activity with your left hand, so of course you put it on the other hand. Who doesn't mean all activity, even most. That is, uh, that's a factor in which arm you use to put tefillin on. So not yet. So if you put it on the wrong hand, if you put it on the uh, on the right hand when you should have been putting it on the uh, the left hand. Next, they're both equal. He has the dexterity to use both hands, but one of them 
is the stronger hand, and that's the one that's used, uh, that's easier to use. So then, that's not considered an ambidextrous, and therefore, you go by the, the stronger hand. So the first sheet holds ksiva is no different, like any it's like any other malacha. and go by most activity. small, and that would be called the left hand. the other sheet holds no. You have to use to tie your small. Let's say a person was born a lefty. I'm sorry, he was born a righty. But over time, he started using his left hand to write. For some reason, Mishigas, he only wanted to use his left hand to write, and he he, uh, he 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 got into the habit of using his left hand. Now he writes with his left hand. So then, since in that case, he should put on the, the left hand because he's really a righty, and he just was hergal himself to write with his left hand. Okay. Now the conclusion of Dog, that's the minig He brings down other achrayim argue in different cases, and a person should ask a rav when uh, before a child becomes bar mitzvah, if he is a uh, you know switch hitter so to say, he has to figure out where should he put tefillin on. Many of the poets have dealt with this uh, at length. Uh, not for now. Okay, Siv Zayin and Shochanarch Afa Pishish or the Makav Makam Alchus Tefillin. Let's say a person has a wound on his biceps, so you need Tefillin. You can still put Tefillin on. Why? Because the Gemara says Kimakoy Yesh Bezroy Lo Niach Tefillin. There's room on the arm for two uh, sets of Tefillin. Ki Ha'etzim Asamach Beis Hashachi Mechetzi Ada Kuvadai Hu Makam Alchus Tefillin. So from your elbow to the midpoint of your biceps, you have room for two Tefillin. Again, they probably didn't have such a big Tefillin that like uh, some people have, and therefore. You should find ample space to put tefillin on. At a kuvaday until the elbow. Not the elbow mamish, like the mamish on the biceps, but not on the elbow as we saw before. Now, let's say the bottom half of the biceps is, is entirely uh, considered a maka, and therefore you cannot put tefillin on it. It's going to uh, be too painful. So you as we saw before on the sheet of the gra. And the other Rishanim, the Shimusha Rabba, the Nech Basar, Tfur, Hashem, Hatsi, Ayan, shall add some on the upper half. From Maka Gdolim, Star, Banachas Tfilin, Potter, Melania Tfilin, shall Yara Fulin, shall I mock himself? Sounds like a Mitzvah is Potter from this Mitzvah. There's a discussion which Mitzvah is Mitzvah or Potter from. At least on a, when it comes to Naseh, Halacha is a person does not have to spend more than a Chaymish. So many places can use that as a source. That a mitzvah is potter. Either way, if he's potter from tefillin, so potter money of tefillin. Shayad afilu nishal amakam v'nech shavosh levad. As we saw, k'dal v'simen chavav ayin shamayim. Mashe kasafim b'sefeim b'sef kachim yeches. And uh, you'll, you'll see, you'll see what we saw yesterday. Okay, sif ches and the shochanach aruch rutsua shayad. What's the uh, length, minimum required length of the rutsua? It's a kedusha takav. Says right, it should wrap around your upper arm. V'yishem ena hakasher. You should be able to tie that that uh, knot. It should hang down until your middle finger. And you should be able to wrap three times around the middle finger and tie it and and uh, and tighten it. The minute gets to wrap around six or seven times around your arm. 
Now the Ramah says, As he saw what we said previously, don't wrap the Ritzuah around the bottom of the Tefillin bias, which is called the Titaira. Don't do that. And we'll see in the Mishabura why one should not do that. Two of them on the lower joint of the middle finger. First in the middle and then two underneath. Those krikas should be placed after you put on the tefillin shoresh as we saw before. Now there are many different menhagim of how to tie it. And uh, there's a dozen or so different variations of how people do it. We do seven times. You only count seven that wrapped around the arm. We'll do three above the elbow, and four on the arm. Don't do that. Just seven on the arm. And don't uh, wrap it around the tatayra. You already have Luxhartam. It's fastened by the Ritsua uh, that goes through the tefillin, through the mavarto. That's how it works. Since you're not benefiting from this kricha, from this wrapping of the ritsua, don't put it on the tar. Why? Because the titara the has more kedusha. It's holding the parshias. It has more kedusha than the ritsua, and it's a bezayin. If you're afraid, you're not, you didn't, uh, you didn't tighten and secure your tefillin shayad, and you're quickly going to put on the tefillin shayish, and you don't wrap it around your arm, so it might be might be too loose. So therefore, you should tighten it first, and you could even put the the you could even wrap it with the ritsua because then it's a tzaruch and it's not a bezayin. Now, Misha, but the other tzaras, he has very narrow arms. They don't rest uh, securely. So once again, you could do that. And if you have a bar mitzvah boy who, who you feel needs to use do that in order to tighten it, so then it will be mutter. But you should realize that that's the way he's going to do with the rest of his life until at some point later on you tell him, don't wrap the ritsua around, your, around the tefillin because you don't need it anymore. You already have uh, you have big guns. You don't need uh, to secure it around your arm. But if a, if a person needs to do it, then we say it's a tzarech, and there's no problem of putting the ritzua on top of the bias, on top of the bottom of the tefillin.